You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. It's the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I uh, taking you until 2 o'clock. Every Monday through Friday, we're here noon until 2, talking local sports with you. Tomorrow on the program, David Kaplan will be here, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com. Talk Chicago sports with Cappy uh, coming up every single Wednesday at 1225. How are the Blackhawks doing? I they are not well. I want to say they're a non-factor. Okay, I, I think age is catching up with them. Yeah. I do. I am. I had to spend uh, a lot on that young group as they started well, to get got, up there. They've got a ton of money on Taves mm-hmm. and Kane and Keith and Crawford and Seabrook and, and Host is still on the book. So it's not a huge salary cap cap in hockey. No, but when you that's true. But when you have what did they win? Three cups in six years, whatever yeah. five years, whatever it was. That's dynasty like in any sport today, mm-hmm. with the exception of the Patriots, <laughs> who just uh, they're different level. To, they're a different level of dynasty. But no, they're. I think they're. I think it's catching up with them. They're still going to be a factor, but I think it's catching up. Speaking of the Patriots, do you know what they did after the um, Sunday night game's over? Mm-hmm. Right, they play this week. Yes, in Mexico. Azteca Stadium. Azteca Stadium. Do you know what the Patriots did? I just heard that today. They're mm-hmm. staying in Colorado Springs. Brilliant. Why of did course. they stay there? Mexico City is even higher in elevation mm-hmm. than the Mile High City is. So instead of flying all the way back across the country, to turn around and fly right all the way back across the country and have to go through that change when your body, I guess, gets used to the elevation, they stayed there. They're practicing at in Colorado Springs, at the home of the uh, Air Force, um, you can. See, have you ever seen Air Force? Have you ever driven down I twenty five? You can see. The I've never been to Colorado. From, you really haven't. No. Well, try not to drive. Okay. Because there's nothing worse than Eastern Colorado. <laughs> it is an armpit, oh, really? and I've been through some of those. I yeah. Mean, there's a bunch of them in Canada. Uh, it's awful. But then you see the mountains and everything changes, right? Yeah. And you know, Colorado Springs is stunning. I haven't heard great things about Western Nebraska either. It's the same thing. Right. It's Western Nebraska, Eastern Colorado. Yeah, yeah it's, you're right. There's there's not a lot to there's not a lot there. God, I hated making that drive. How long? Ten and a half. Yeah, maybe eleven. Uh, that's gas only. That's mm-hmm. no pit stops other than gas and food at the same stop. You know, bathroom break and back in the back car. Oh, you go. Yeah, it's probably ten and a half. Um, but the Patriots stayed out there practicing at Air Force. I mean, some teams just get it, right? Right. This is Belichick leaving absolutely zero stones unturned. Makes perfect sense. It does. And it's not East Coast, West Coast, well, we'll stay. We've seen that happen. Right. I think the Raiders did that last year for one of their trips. Mm -hmm. But this is, not only are we staying, we're going to stay in elevation. Yep. And we're going to have our bodies acclimated to it for mm-hmm. a football game. Yeah. So they they left Saturday, I guess, from New England, got to Denver on Saturday night, played Sunday, and they're practicing all week in Colorado Springs. I mean, think about how, A, look, it's a, it's a gazillion-dollar sport. We get mm-hmm. that. But how much is this costing craft, right, right? Right, I mean, this is a pretty penny. This is 53 guys plus the practice squad plus all the – uh, support staff that go into it, the coaching staff that goes into it. The extra this, people you have to fly compared to what you normally do. Great point. To pull this off. I mean, you're probably talking secretaries. and This is 100 people. It, yeah. I would think. I think that's At probably least. a safe estimate. Yeah. Maybe maybe a buck ten mm-hmm. that, are, that are staying for a week. 
um, being put up for a week before in they Colorado go. Springs. They're not staying at the Motel Six. No, you know they're probably staying as the uh, oh, what's the nice hotel in Colorado Springs? The um, oh my god, second time today. Gene Taylor See, got you this, earlier. This got me too. This is happening more often than not. I'm a little worried about this. Um, anyways, there's a really nice place. I believe you. No, it is. I know. I should know this. They play a golf tournament there, and they have the inverse scoring. It's the broad. No, it's not the Broadlands. It's um, anyways. But that's a hospital they'll, they'll, here. In town. Yeah, they'll find a nice place to stay. Yes, Broadmoor. 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 The Broadmoor. Okay. Um, anyway, go ahead. Speaking of money. You got one more on this? No, I was going to go to the quarterback controversy north of us. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Money. Hotel. This is what popped in my mind. So you saw UCLA. They make, come back after their win against Georgia Tech. Yep. Ball and the two other kids are had stuck stay, over there. Now they're on their way home, though. But what, what extra bill was that? Who was for paying kids? for it? Right. Right. Is that an NCAA violation? Is that where you're going? Could it be? Well, it's a fair question. Although, if you get them over there, even though they broke the law, right? Aren't they in your care? I would, I would hope guess. that it's not an NCAA. But you never know when you're talking about that, See, that institution. That's crapped in my mind when they said they're staying back as the team heads back home. Mm-hmm. Who's footing the bill? Yeah, you figure the university is, but mm-hmm. should they? They have to stay in that hotel and. Did you see the hotel they were staying oh, at, by the way? Unbelievable. Posh. How's that for house arrest? Yeah. <laughs> I could get behind that. Yeah, that's a great point. If you have to be arrested or stay, I guess, suffer a house arrest, that would be the place to do it. Sure. That would be the place to spend your sentence under house arrest. And they're walking around the hotel, and they can do whatever they want in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, just... But who's paying the bill? UCLA. Well, the good news is they're on their way back, right? Yeah. Did they learn their lesson? Probably not. Well, hotel rooms uh, in February are going to be a little pricey up in Minneapolis where we're going next for the Super Bowl. What have you been looking? Are you uh, thinking of going? I'm thinking about going. I'm staying, well, <laughs> so my buddy lives up there. He worked for the Waterloo Bucks, you know, the minor league yeah, baseball yeah, yeah, team yeah. after college. Oh, the baseball team. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Worked for them, got an office job in Minneapolis. Uh, worked for the T-Wolves for a year, selling tickets, hated it. Got an office job. Now he's back. He's a bartender, full-time bartender. That's mm-hmm. He's that guy. But single guy, still lives up there, loving life. And I said, well, I'd like to come up and stay with you for the weekend. He goes, might be a problem. He's thinking of renting out his condo. Is he? Yeah. Good idea. Prices, week-long stay. He's got a nice place, good mm-hmm. place. Uh, not too far from TCF, probably so a mile an Airbnb and a half. or a Vorbo or something right. like that. Yeah. Two grand, 2500 why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I said, well, find us great another person to stay to, with. Yeah. Fi- great week for him to head out of yes, town. Yes, absolutely. I wonder how many people are doing that. I bet I bet a lot. My cousin lives right by Target Field. He's thinking about doing the same. It, it makes perfect sense, right? Yes. In a place like that, they're, they're brand new building right there by Target Field, those new ones that have gone up. I'm like, why not? For two grand? When we, find a place to stay. We went to Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco. We left you home. <laughs> Remember yes, that? I, I remember it well. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, but my Broncos were playing, right? Sure. I had to go. Uh, so, I wasn't angry with you, don't worry. No, I know you weren't. So <laughs> early in the week, the we stayed at a, a Hilton in, in um, I don't know what the, what the area, downtown San Francisco. Okay. The room was 175 a night. Sure. Maybe 200 with the taxes. Nice room. Yeah. I mean, no, nothing special. Just a hotel room at the Hilton. That room... It was that price up until Thursday. From Thursday, and there was a minimum stay. No, I stand corrected. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Thursday was under the normal rate. 
that room went to $770. And you, there was no getting around it. Uh-huh. That was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you wanted to leave on uh, after the Super leave Bowl. Leave after the game. Right. Yeah. Or, or you, Red you, eye. Whatever you're doing, you had to pay the freight. And that $175 room became almost 800 when you factored in the taxes. 770 for it's a hotel room. It's the same room. as the Derby. The yeah. Derby, because I always go to the, when I go to the Kentucky Derby, Derby Week, I like to get out of town before the Derby. Sure. Because if you've been, you have to go to it. Mm-hmm. But once you scratch it off that list, you scratch it off the list, right? Plus, you're a little bit of a not duck. I well, mean, I am. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Right. I want to. I'm not a big crowd. He's going guy. to the Derby. Well, he's not really going to the Derby. He's going I'm to going the track. To, I'm going to cover the Derby leading up to the you know the final workouts, blah, blah, blah. But when the tourists come to town yeah. and when it gets be difficult to get a table in a restaurant or to move around the city, it's time to leave. So... First time I told my wife by it, she was completely baffled. <laughs> but Ken's but doing what? Yeah, but I've been to the Derby, so oh, I, but I've scratched it off the list. So Derby week, it's the same thing. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's one rate. Mm-hmm. No, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that same room is triple because they can get it. Every room in the city is spoken for. So you might as well, right? You, you, supply you, and demand. Supply and demand. So if you ever want to go to the Kentucky Derby, and a lot of people do. I hear mm-hmm. a lot of people that have that, I do. that are on your bucket mm-hmm. list, right? You're not necessarily a horse racing guy. Right. But it's it's, it's Americana. Mm-hmm. It's a sporting event that you have to see once in your lifetime. But boy, oh boy, be prepared mm-hmm. because it is pricey. That mint julep. Well, everything. It's not four bucks. No. What is it, like 16? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's like drinking fuel. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's go fill your cup up at Casey's under the pump. <laughs> And, and put a little sprig of julep in it, and that's honestly what it's, it's – they're terrible. I mean, I guess it's one of those, what, air quote, acquired tastes. Yes, right? yes, yes. But the cabs are oh, – yeah. taxi cabs, I'm thinking probably Uber goes to a different rate. Oh, well, Big Ten championship game. We're trying to get an Uber back to our hotel as we stayed in some suburb somewhere else. In, for Indy, I'm talking about. Yeah, right? when I was there against Michigan State mm-hmm. two years ago, and – they have the surge rate, you know, on Uber. So surge you rate, pay right. one and a half, sometimes two times. That night it was six times Isn't that the normal rate. So what was twelve dollars to get from our hotel downtown on the way back? Ninety dollars. Isn't that crazy? Ninety bucks. Wow. Woof. Yeah, that gets your attention. Yeah, it gets your attention. It All did. right, uh, real real quick as we wrap things up on on John Miller, I, w- I wanted to pick uh, to get your take on this. Case Keenum has been terrific. Yes. Teddy Bridgewater was the starter. Technically, you're not supposed to lose your job to injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that was last season. Right, right. Right. That was a whole season that he didn't play. They are nine games into the season, ten game, nine games, seven and two. That's a different set of circumstances. Why are And Zimmer came out yesterday and said he won't make a decision on the starter until tomorrow. He threw, What's he trying to do here? He threw fuel on the fire, it seemed like. That didn't need to be but there. But why? Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. A great point. Why? Because I don't understand it. First of all, I've never subscribed to the theory you never lose your job if you get injured. The guy's better, he's better. Mm-hmm. And then it's his job. You go out and you're garbage, and then guy comes in and plays better. This well, he got tw- This is 25 games ago, Trent. There's been yeah. 25 <laughs> regular season games that have come and gone that Bridgewater has missed. Now, Bridgewater's going to get a shot, because I don't believe the case. There were we well, the two interceptions, yeah, right. and there were a couple others that were iffy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of bailed out on. Case Keenum's going to 
become to Case Keenum. Right, yeah, yeah. He's not going to continue on. I saw what, the ESPN metric for NFL quarterback rating that goes to 100. Yeah. Had him like 98.7 wow. with two picks. He was that, perfect early. That's not going to continue. It's Case Keenum. Right. So he'll get a shot this year. I think it's still happening, and then I'll help. But you can't, you can't take Case Keenum out of the starting gig no, after what he's done. No, absolutely not. You, th- I think the team would revolt. I really yeah. do. As much as they love Bridgewater, Case Keenum has got him this far. And you don't know what Teddy is, when it's going to be live action. Right, there's no preseason that he can revert right. back to. We didn't see him in preseason. He couldn't play in preseason. There is no tape of him. Nope. It's one thing, even with, quote-unquote, pressure and practice and you know, guys coming after him, they can't hit him. No. Different when a guy's coming at you. People falling at your feet, all those different things. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way you can And do when that. he's forced to cut on that knee mm-hmm. at game speed, when he's not thinking about that knee, um, you know, and he, the other thing about this game, I mean, this is such, it's a huge game this yes. week. Yes. Think of the starting quarterbacks, Jared Goff, Case Keenum. Think Dude. about turning the clock back one year where we were, right? Jeff Fisher couldn't win with either of those guys. He couldn't. But it was it was it was Goff's gonna wait mm-hmm. and he's gonna play Case. You know, the whole hard knocks things with with Case Keenum and his wife uh quizzing him on the playbook, et cetera, et cetera. Now these two are going to face off, at least you would think, in the games uh, in the week's biggest game. And maybe for the second bye in the NFC. It certainly has a feel of that, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it does. Because they've got the tiebreaker against the Saints. Yep. Yeah, it sure feels like that to me. A lot of a lot of football to be played. Wish we could say that in the college ranks, but that would be a lie because there isn't. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll talk Hawkeyes next with John Miller. Do some football, do some hoops with John, maybe get his bowl forecast for the Hawks at this point. I'm seeing a lot of New York, Trent. New York. Pinstripe Bowl, New York. Doesn't what? do it for me. You really? No. No. Why? I don't know. You've been to New York? I haven't. Maybe that's why. you got to go to New York. Yeah. I'm not sure you want to go to New York the weekend after Christmas. Sure. A little too pricey for me. I'm not a New York mentality. I'm from Osage, Iowa. (laughs) I don't really have a New York mentality to me. Makes me nervous. Nashville, sign me up. Yeah, I know. Love Nashville. too, but New York's spectacular. Yeah. I think you'd find some place that you could like in New York City. Probably. We'll take a time out. Uh, We'll come back with John Miller. Scott Miller still to come. 140. We'll do MLB Hot Stove. I'm looking forward to that segment. I'm an MLB Hot Stove junkie. Always have been. Uh, We'll delve into that as we continue on until 2 o'clock here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Talking sports with you on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. 
this holiday season, he went to Jared because getting her a blender just didn't sound right. Her ideal gift is waiting at Jared, the Levion Collection. Jared has more exclusive Levion pieces than any other jewelry store in the world. And from November 16th through the 26th, visit Jared.com and you'll receive $100 off any Levion purchase. Sound good? That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. Hi, I'm Tabitha Coffey, TV personality and small business advisor. Many of the businesses I work with just need extra capital for things like remodeling or purchasing more products. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash transform or 855-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 855-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. The Home Depot serving up holiday treats in the kitchen. Up to 40% off appliance special buys and 12 months financing on appliance purchases of $299 or more. Like the Samsung stainless steel gas range. Black Friday priced at just $598. With five burners, removable griddle, convection cooking, and almost unlimited possibilities. Our lowest prices of the year. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Credit offer valid through November 22nd. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. There are over a 1,000 pets in need right now at the ARL. And during the month of November, your donation will be matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000 thanks to an amazing offer in memory of Dorothy Cheney Green. You will double your impact, giving twice as many animals a second chance. Take advantage of this wonderful matching opportunity at arl-iowa.org backslash match or by calling 515-473-473. 9107. That's arliowa.org backslash match or by calling 515 473 9107. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. It's the Miller Hour. John Miller now, Scott Miller. In about uh, 18 minutes or thereabout, we'll do MLB Hot Stove with Scott Miller from BleacherReport.com. John Miller right now from HawkeyeNation.com. John, great to talk to you. How's things, John? I'm doing okay. Uh, kind of over the malaise from this weekend, Ken. Yeah, that was uh, that was eye-opening, John. Um, in, geez, there's so many di- different directions we could go. Josh Jackson was terrific. Um, the offense, though, I mean, historically bad. Did you... Going into that game, have any inkling, John, that Wisconsin was going to be able to just take the Iowa offense completely out of their game as they did? Well, not to that degree. I don't think you can ever predict um, an all-time worse or an all-time best like the week before. Um, but I, I did say and have some concerns that I felt Wisconsin's defense was going to be the one that dictated um, the terms. And I felt that Iowa could hold its own when it was on defense and I thought that, you know, anybody that thought, you know, glory days were here again and it was going to be tight end to Palooza and Iowa was a Mm. 50 point team going forward. Wasn't going to happen this week. I think that's going to be more kind of like driving range off season stuff where they can maybe transform into a little different direction because Wisconsin's three, four style is just, they do it so well. And it, they they make it look sometimes like they're blitzing, but they're still sending four. But you never know which four are coming. Mm-hmm. It's just for for a young quarterback on the road like that in a very tough environment, and, and those young tackles. I I thought it was going to be an ugly game. Well, it was for Iowa, and so no, I didn't expect all time worse. I just didn't expect things to look anywhere near like they did against Ohio State, but. That was kind of depressing. Yeah, no doubt about it, John. What did uh, what did Wisconsin do to you as may as far as your opinion on how good they are in in the let's just uh, let's stay in the Big Ten where they fit in the Big Ten. Most thought you know the Big Ten East is uh, is a juggernaut. The Big Ten West, whoever comes out of that uh, division, is just going to be thrown to the wolves. Did Wisconsin show you that maybe just maybe they can hang with Ohio State or beat Ohio State? Did your opinion change on the Badgers? I felt that they were an overrated team coming into this, meaning I didn't think they were one of the five or six best teams in the country. And I still don't, for one important reason, their quarterback. You can't have quarterback play. uh, Corny Brook, you know, sorry, Dennis Green, but he was who we thought he was. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't make good decisions. He throws across the middle and the outside late. You can't do that. Uh, He's just not very good. But this year he hasn't had to be. Um, and that defense is better than I thought they were. But, however, since they transitioned to the 3-4 in 2013, they've been ranked no lower than the seventh best total defense in college football every one of those years. So they just have it going. And they have, I mean, this Jack Sitchie's not there. They've, they lost another linebacker. Oh, they have yeah. a lot of bodies, yeah. So they just know who and what they are, and they do it well. And, and frankly, I, I kind of have Wisconsin envy. I mean, they, they, you know, it's not that Iowa doesn't try to be who it wants to be, and they do, and they do a good job of it. 
but Wisconsin, they, they just don't get outside of that box. Uh, this is who we are. This is what we know we can do, and we're going to keep doing it. And, and they just typically do it better than anybody else. And I don't know if it's their power schemes or the, the utilization of traps more. Iowa is clearly a zone scheme team, and sometimes I think I know more than I do, and I say that maybe the zone scheme is a little bit too antiquated because when you bubble it up on the interior, you kill it. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know those things, but I sit back and I just have envy for how Wisconsin operates fluidly uh, on offense and defense. How do they do it? You know, it's year after year, the recruiting rankings aren't very good, but the consistency through all the coaches that they've had over the last 15 years now, year after year, they continue to find a way. Is it just the culture that's been built by Barry Alvarez on down? He is the only common, common denominator. I mean, that's Barry. And is he a meddling AD? Probably. And I think that Brett Bielema, his departure, yep. you know, in addition to Brett being, uh, in addition to Barry being cheap, that was the reason why Brett left. But I think Barry's like, hey, don't be stupid. Here's the blueprint. It works. Yeah. Just do it. And uh, Gary Anderson didn't want to go out like that. Brett didn't want to go out like that. But you know who they have right now? They have a favorite son. They have a former Badger. Yeah. And they have a Madison boy in Paul Christ as head coach who probably is at his lifetime dream job unless he wants to be an NFL head coach. And if you get tired of recruiting, then maybe you do that. But And he's going to do exactly what Barry did because he knows it works. So as long as Paul Christ is the head coach, I do not see them changing anything. And they just happen to be maybe the best developmental program in the sport. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com is our guest. Uh, John, what do you make as we turn the page from Wisconsin to Purdue this upcoming week? Uh, week number one played Louisville really tough. I thought they they just hammered Mizzou at Mizzou. I mean they crushed them, and Missouri's probably going to get bull eligible. They hung with Michigan for a while. The Wisconsin game was a lot closer than anybody thought. Yeah. Nebraska had a miraculous win at the end, or or they that one's in the win column. When you look, uh, no no Blau anymore. It's Sindelar's team going forward this year at quarterback. What do you make of Purdue? You know, they clearly the coaching, you, you know, people talk about James and Joe's or coaching and in Purdue's instance, they, the coaching has been superb because mm-hmm. you're talking about one of the worst scoring defenses a year ago. And this year they're, I think they're averaging under 20 points a game allowed. And so I, I don't think it's going to be easy studying for Iowa this week. And just because I think Purdue's probably going to utilize the same playbook that every other team that has played against Iowa this year with the exception of Ohio State has used, and that is send extra pressure and stack the box almost every snap. So I expect them to do that, but I really think the coaching has been the biggest difference, and it's been on defense, not so much the offense. John, it was, uh, what's the date here? Taking it back in the Wayback Machine, 30 years ago today, Marv Cook, Hit by a pass from Chuck Hartlieb. Was that 30 years ago today? Today, to beat Ohio State. Where was a young John Miller? He was sitting in the basement with his mom, his dad, brother, and sister in West Branch, Iowa, which is the hometown <laughs> of Marv Cook. Yeah. Uh, Marv was my idol. He was five years older than me. I used to have my hair cut like him. Um, <laughs> just he, he was larger than life to me. And uh, we were listening to that game on the radio. It was not televised. So we were listening to Jim Zob will call that one out. And, and when he made the call, I remember 
being so excited that I jumped up against the wall, kind of almost like Bo Jackson running sideways, and just we were all screaming and yelling. That's that's what we did in West Branch that day. I thought you were going to say you hit your head on the ceiling because you're a big guy and you're in the basement. I, thought, I mean, I thought maybe that was that's where you were going with that. One. Yeah, I can't. I can't jump, Ken. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, John, how how painful is it to to watch Nebraska struggle like they are? I mean, I kind of like it. Um, <laughs> thought that's what I mean, you say. You know what? Here's what's painful. Reading articles this week that I've read out of the beat writers. I know you, Stephen M. Sipple's your boy. Yeah, he seems he like a cool cat. He yeah. seems like a cool cat. But you know, he and Tom Chattel and the guy's name that I can't pronounce that sounds something like Barfnick. Something, yeah, Barfnick. I would say something you vomit. Yeah. Um, they they are like, oh my gosh, they are the keepers of the '90s flame. I expect each and every one of them to be <laughs> wearing starter jackets and, and sporting some Dracar Noir cologne because they're to me those guys are almost the ones that won't let fans let it go i mean you know barfnick's calm today or chattel's last night saying that scott frost had a sense of duty and then and then barfnick today talking about um how you know tom osborne wouldn't have done this tom osborne did whatever it took i'm thinking yeah you also let lawrence phillips come back after dragging a girl down to her by her hair downstairs point and it's like i can't take it so every time something bad happens to Nebraska on the field or off, I don't feel bad about it because of that reason. Well, we went back uh, 30 years. Let's look forward. Let's go four years, a full recruiting cycle forward. We'll see if Kirk Ferentz is still there. Is the hierarchy basically the same in the Big Ten? Does Nebraska regain a hold? What do you see happening here in the not-too-distant future, say four years down the line in the Big Ten West? You know, if they get Frost, really, I got to think anybody's going to be better than Riley. I mean, mm-hmm. Dace and I had a, Steve Dace and I had a podcast the night Riley was hired, and we Dace said it was the worst hire decision he can ever remember, and and he turned out to be yes, right on that. Yeah, Listen, we're wrong, we're wrong a lot. Just listen to our pick segments every week, but that you know they, they got to do better than Riley. And if they get Scott Frost, yeah, I got to think that I got to think that you're going to see Iowa, and not in this order. We you know Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska. Northwestern is who they are, and mm-hmm. Pat Fitzgerald will likely still be there. And you know, we'll see if Minnesota can get into the mix. So, you know, I think that I think in four years the Big Ten West will be more competitive. I'm not saying anywhere near to the level of you know the peak of what the East can be, but I think Nebraska will be better, and that, and that will help out the West's image um, and probably results on the field. Mm. John, uh, on, on the field with this Hawkeye, and I know that Trent and uh, we, you guys want to talk hoops. And yes, I understand yes, why, yes, wouldn't yes. Uh, how important is this for, for Nate Stanley's psyche to, to bounce back this week? I mean, he had his worst game uh, as a He certainly wasn't alone, John. I'm not pinning blame on Nate Stanley. Uh, how important for him, do you think, to bounce back this week and look like Nate Stanley was with his arrow pointing upward until they went to Madison? Yeah, I, 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 there was like a five or six drops in that game. Five or six drops typically take, you, you t- say you take away two and a half plays per drop. Um, until you get the next, you get to the next chance where you can move the chain. So, you know, he would have looked a lot better. The offense would have looked a lot better. So I don't know that this did a whole lot of damage to him. I mean, we've seen him have ball security issues earlier in the season, and they, yeah, that was disappointing. But I, he's so young and he's resilient. I don't think that this is something that's going to damage him irrevocably. if I'm saying that right, um, down the line. I just think this, this, this team still has a chance to be 8-4, and four, and they're favored this week. And they will and be next week. Some, yeah, I've seen some early lines already come out next week, six and a half. Six and a half, yep. So if they can go eight and four, 
they wildly exceeded my expectations. I remember seeing multiple times this summer that if they go eight and four, I probably would cast a ballot for Kirk Ferentz's Big Ten Coach of the Year because what did we say also last year? Uh, Iowa had the worst wide receiver core in the conference, bar none, and it mm-hmm. wasn't even close. Right. Coming into this year, the only guy they had returning was an injured Matt Vandenberg, who was a shell of his former self. And clearly, as we've come down the stretch here, the receivers really haven't done anything to distinguish themselves. Nick Easley is a great story. He's a great contributor, but he's a three or four receiver at best on most every other Big Ten team. Mm -hmm. At Iowa, he's your number one right now. That just continues to tell you how Iowa is disadvantaged at that position. They have two of the best playmaking tight ends in the conference, and that's where they need to go next year. So to me, if they can go eight and four, given the offensive deficiencies, and Nate Stanley is a first-year starter, as a true sophomore, et cetera, et cetera, and now two left tackles who are freshmen, I'll be ecstatic. Well, over to a little basketball before we run here, John. You uh, saw both games. I watched uh, a little bit of the second one on Sunday. Take us inside this Hawkeye Hoop squad. Two blots against two tomato cans. But uh, maybe a thing that concerns you through the first two. Well, there's still a guard short, um, and then that concerns me. You know, Joe Wieskamp could help make this team, I think, potentially be a team that could contend for a Sweet 16 team this year. Mm. But he's not there. And, you know, the transition defense hasn't looked great, even though their, you know, effective field goal percentage defense and all that is good. Um, I just, you know, but then I come back. What are you going to do against that? You can't, if you play a man, they have too many big men that they're going to hurt you inside. So then you're going to go zone. And if you go zone, especially with the way that Tyler Cook and Luka Garza play so well together, passing the ball to one another, you flash Cook high, he catches it, he instantly looks down to the blocks, and there's Garza crashing on one side, and there's a Nick Bear or a Cordell Pencil or a Jack Nungy crashing on the other box. And, oh, by the way, if he doesn't do that, he kicks it right back out to Bohannon for a three. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be tough to match up against, but I, I still just think they're a guard short, and, and I haven't seen anything yet to assuage my concerns, although Isaiah Moss's shot looks really good and really repeatable. Mm-hmm. John, this time next week? We'll call you again. I am going to be here, and hopefully we'll, we'll talk about an Iowa victory and getting ready for the uh, the dreaded trip to Lincoln for some of you, not me. I'd never go there. <laughs> John, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, John right, Miller. Take uh-huh. care. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com, uh, Inside the Hawkeyes with John. I, it sounds like John doesn't like Nebraska very much. No, it sounds like he really likes his basketball team a lot. Yes. I, I that, was, that high low he mentioned, I saw I, that a couple of times. It's, did you? And you don't see big guys that anymore in college hoops that pass well to each other. Mm-hmm. Those two play well, and I can't wait to see them, Trent. We can watch well, them on a TV and not on a laptop. We'll or see you in December. Isn't that crazy? ACC Big Ten Challenge, but they uh, the way those two work together. Pemsel and Cook never kind of figured it out last year playing together. And I like Pemsel. Yes, I do too. But it just seems like kind of their skill sets didn't work because Garza's such a smart basketball player and. The other thing that offensively we've seen, going back to Europe and the prime, he can score. He's smart on that side. But defensively, he's a lot like Woodbury. Telling mm. guys where to go. Really? Over, uh-huh. This he's, early in his career. Boy, he, that's, that speaks volumes. Him on the backside of that defense. It was what they were missing a year ago, as bad as they were defensively. Yeah. And I still don't think they're great defensively yet. But having that guy that is telling everybody where to be on the back end, it's a big help. That's a good catch out of you. That, that's he a, likes to talk. 
Well, that's great. And he'll tell a guy or two about how good he is, too. You know I love Woodbury. Yes. Absolutely. Now you got a Woodbury that has a little skill on the offensive end. Yeah. Uh, We'll take a timeout. Uh, Speaking of games, uh, MLB's not playing any games, but this is a fascinating time of the year, at least I think. Uh, MLB Hot Stove is upon us. We're doing a lot of Cubs. We're doing some Royals. Trent's Twins are making some noise. Maybe. 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 We'll get into the hot stove next with Scott Miller, lead MLB columnist, BleacherReport.com. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking sports with you on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You've heard of the Brick Street Market and Cafe, Highway 65 and Bondurant right behind the Casey's. Come out and see these people Tuesday, November 14th from 6 to 8 for their annual Taste of Christmas. Come see the Brick Street Market at their best. Live holiday music for your shopping pleasure. All kinds of free samples like Grandma Jenny's French Silk Pie. Free samples throughout the store. Try the best hot cocoa you'll ever have. You'll get the recipe for it too. Come and see them. The Brick Street Market and Cafe, Tuesday, November November 14th for their Taste of Christmas. Pre-order for your holiday needs and they are the best meat market in town. Cookie trays, pies, cakes. The Brick Street Market and Cafe will have it all for you on Tuesday, November 14th for their annual Taste of Christmas from 6 to 8. When you arrive, ask about the $10 off coupon. They have great employment opportunities, too. They're looking for a line cook, someone to work in the deli, a server in the meat department. The Brick Street Market and Cafe. It's the taste of Christmas from 6 to 8 Tuesday. We'll see you there. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-276-1640. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-276-1640. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-276-1640. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou is like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-276-1640. 800-276-1640. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. 
called New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans, 1700 KBGG. Hi, right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You're going to do some uh, MLB hot stove conversation, working on Scott Miller. Uh, MLB columnist, BleacherReport.com. Pick his brain a little bit. Boy, this Ned Yost story is, uh, well, could have been, could have been awful. I mean, this guy apparently... Uh, Ned Yost, who fell out of a tree stand at his home, broke his pelvis, and was luckily that he had a cell phone with him, apparently. Or he's, he's, this is his own words, or I would have bled out by nightfall. Ned Yost, just a bizarre, bizarre story. Scott Miller, a great friend of the program. We can grab him during the regular season. He's a busy guy. We talk Major League Baseball, but it's the hot stove season. One of my favorites, Scott. Scott, uh, Ken Miller, Trent Conning in Des Moines. Scott Miller, thanks for coming on. How are you? Hey, Ken. Hey, Trent. Nice, uh, nice to be with you. Uh, f- fun time of year as teams. Uh, we know who the ch- world champion is now, and teams are already starting to look forward to uh, next year and what their team more so will look like. Uh, will their team make a move? Will they lose a free agent? Will they be able to pluck a free agent? Let's start kind of in our wheelhouse. I was talking about Ned Yost and that crazy, scary accident uh, that he's lucky to be alive, quite frankly. So many decisions with the Royals. Moustakas. Um, Hosmer, I guess Scott uh, Scott Boris is meeting uh, with the with Dayton Moore and company today, trying to at least get an idea of which way Boris is going or how much money Boris is going to ask for. But how's it going to work out with the Royals? Is this a team that's going to be pillaged uh, during this off season? Yeah, I I, I don't see any way around that. Um, but but to start. You're right. That Ned Yost thing, thank goodness he's okay. I like Ned a lot. And I'll tell you something. Last week, when we first got word, you know, how, I can't remember how exactly they say it. Like, before we knew all the details yesterday, said he, he fell or something and, and he was alone. And I, when I heard the sketchy details, I knew immediately 
he fell out of a doggone tree blind for while he was yeah. hunting because he hunts. He's got a big property in Georgia, and he is a loner, and he loves when the season ends to go down and get away from everybody and everything and be by himself. And I just knew when I heard what happened, I thought that doggone, you know, he was, you know, that had to be a tree blind. He was hunting and sure enough. So really good news for the Royals. First of all, that he's he appears like he's going to be okay, even though he's going to be in a wheelchair for two months. Um, that said, yes, there's just not enough money, especially in that market. And the, 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 there are two issues here. One do the Royals, or could they even come up with enough money to keep Hosmer and Mustakas and Kane, and, or at least two or three of their guys, Alcides Escobar, the shortstop? Number one, I don't think they can come up with the money it's going to cost to keep a, a lot of those guys. And secondly, and this is the real heart of the matter, and this is what Dayton Moore is faced with, even if he magically won several baseball lotteries and had the money, should he do it? And mm-hmm. our, I think the answer is no, because as emotionally attached as that organization and that city is to all of these players, I mean, you look at it rationally, you have to say, you know, when they went to two World Series in a row and they had it going, those were probably the best years you're going to get out of those guys. Now, I'm not saying they're done. I'm not saying Eric Hosmer is never going to have another great season, but realistically, okay, maybe Hosmer can produce at an elite level for a couple more years, but is Escobar going to do the same? Is Kane going to do the same? And I think you you pretty much have to answer no. So I think they are going to be decimated. Um, It's going to be a rebuilding process, but, you know, the good news is um, after they swung and missed so many times with so many different general managers, um, you know, Dayton Moore has proven that he really knows what he's doing, and I think if you're Kansas City and you're going to say, well, we're going to have to take a step back and rejuvenate our farm system. We've got the right guy in charge. Scott, the uh, headliner certainly of this hot stove and the meetings is Giancarlo Stanton. A report from earlier today, I saw the Boston Herald's Chad Jennings saying that Stanton would not accept a trade to the Red Sox or the Cardinals. Uh, Peter Gammons mm-hmm. also had a report talking about Boston, St. Louis, and San Francisco out by vari- because of various reasons here. Uh, help us out a little bit of Giancarlo and why he's saying no to a lot of destinations that do make baseball sense. Well, you know, it's he wants to win. There's no question about that. And, and so he's not going to go to a team that, for example, San Diego Padres would, would, would geographically make sense because he, Giancarlo Stanton is from Los Angeles. Uh, he, he lives in Southern California half of the year, and he loves the area. So... The Padres also have a very deep farm system right now, and they could probably come up with the prospects the Marlins would want. Now, Stanton has a full no-trade clause, and, you know, I talked to somebody very close with him uh, in, last month, and the feeling I get is he wants to win. He wouldn't go to, say, San Diego, which would make sense, again, because they have prospects, because it's going to be a few years till the Padres win. Um, so unless... He, changes his mind you know he's picking and choosing a lot of people think he wants to play out west uh, as i for reasons i just mentioned he's a los angeles native he does love the miami area he's come to view that as home but um you know in terms of you know what he's got going i mean you know he may think i don't know maybe he evaluates st louis cardinals as a team on the way down um you know san francisco maybe maybe it's the same although 
I know there's been a lot of speculation on the Giants for a number of months now because their team, he would just fit right in there, and it's a great baseball city, and he, he picked that lineup up. Uh, Scott Miller is our guest. Scott, let's talk about uh, the Cubs, who've got pitching issues. They're going to lose Arietta in all likelihood. Uh, Lackey, yep. he wants to start. I'm not sure that uh, the Cubs want him to start with them. Uh, Alex Cobb's a guy that you see uh, uh, his name attached to the Cubs a lot from uh, from Tampa Bay. What? Uh, how's it going to work out with the Cubs as far as they as they try to restock their starting pitching? Wade Davis may get away, so they're going to need a closer. Theo Epstein's got some work to do. How, what's he going to do? Yeah, you know, I think he, I think he's going to end up being forced to trade a position player uh, from their, from uh, you know, their, 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 uh, they've got depth, and and I think, you know, they've got enough holes in the rotation that even the Cubs, who have a lot of money, they're not going to uh, end up filling all their pitching needs from free agency because even with a ton of money, they just, it's that's going to be ridiculous, and it's going to hamstring the rest of the organization for a while. Um, you know, I mean, whether it's a U Darvish or somebody like that on the free agent market, maybe they get one of those guys. Probably not Arietta unless he takes a discount, and Scott Boris is his agent. So I would not anticipate Arietta to sign a hometown discount. Um, I think, you know, probably they're going to have to sign a free agent starter and trade for a free agent starter. And that's where you begin to wonder about the future of a guy like, like Kyle Schwarber, who still is very attractive to many teams. Um, you know, as a hitter. Scott, uh, to the Minnesota Twins, who surprised everybody in getting into the playoffs a year ago. They got a little money to spend. Seeing them linked with a lot of free agents, especially of the starting pitcher variety. How uh, how much movement do you see out of uh, Falvey and Levine this offseason? Yeah, that's interesting because we don't have a, uh, a big track record with those guys. In other words, they just took over two years ago or two winters ago. And, uh, you know, so we don't quite know their operating strategy yet. But, yeah, they pitching is their need, and they had a much better year this year than anybody could have dreamed winning that second wild card slot. So, you know, uh, I don't know which pitchers they'll target. Again, they're the Twins. I mean, I wouldn't anticipate a, uh, you know, a $100 million deal for a Darvish or an Arietta, but somebody maybe the next tier down, I think they will sign a pitcher, and uh, they should. By the way, I, I would anticipate – Paul Molitor win manager of the year late in the American mm-hmm. League later today. We'll see. And the other thing, uh, just as long as you ask about the Twins, all the you know condolences to that organization, everybody else, the beloved old uh, bullpen coach for 32 years there, Rick Stelmazek, who last week passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer. His funeral is today in Chicago. He's a Chicago native. So just want to send out the best to, to everybody. I really, really, really like Rick Stelmazek, one of my favorites in all of baseball. Uh, for many years, and um, you know, it's a sad thing watching uh, watching him fade away with a pancreatic cancer. And you know, I know today in Chicago there's going to be a far a bigger celebration of his life, which was amazing in the baseball world. Glad glad you brought that up since we're down that path, uh, Scott. Uh, how will you? How do you remember? How will you remember Roy Halladay? Um, you know, I will remember him. I wrote a column last week on on Bleach Report, and 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 the the focus of that column, I I'm going to remember him. Like like at eight o'clock in the morning on some the first spring training he got to Philadelphia twenty uh, two thousand nine or ten now uh, two thousand ten uh, because they lost they lost in two thousand nine to the Yankees in the World Series so they trade for him that uh, that off season 
very accomplished pitcher in Toronto. He had, he had been a one-organization guy his whole life and uh, won a Cy Young in Toronto, but never in like 10 years pitched in the playoffs. So this was a big deal. The Phillies got Halliday. It was going to give them a chance to extend their dominance in the National League. It was going to give him a chance to finally pitch in the playoffs. And um, later in that 2010 season, his very first playoff start in October, he no-hit the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, talk about an incredible debut in October. That was later in 2010. But early in 2010, February, I'm there, you know, to do a story uh, on on Halliday and, and, and the Phillies and, and their big newcomer. And what really sticks in my mind was he was such a maniacal worker. And he would he lived about 10 minutes from the Phillies complex there in Clearwater, Florida. And the thing the Phillies couldn't stop talking about the first couple weeks he was with them, they were amazed at his work ethic. And, you know, uh, Brad Lidge told me, the old closer, he said, I get here at 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning. Halliday's done. By the time I get here, he's, he's already done. I had a rookie tell me, a rookie that, that was Canadian um, at the time. He had not even debuted in the majors. He was Canadian, so, of course, he followed Halliday's career in Toronto. All of his friends and relatives in Canada were like, what's, what's Roy Halliday like? What's Roy Halliday like? And this kid told me, Philip, Philippe Omont was his tell. He just finished with the White Sox last year and retired. Uh, but Omont told me that same time frame in early 2010, spring training, he said, you know, I have yet to beat – I try to get here early to try to watch Halliday work out, and I've yet to beat him to the park. Halliday was showing up in Clearwater like 4.30 or 5 in the morning mm-hmm. to start working out, and just phenomenal and just such a tragedy. I mean, I, I mean – I know people love flying, and I know that's a big hobby among some people, especially if you've got enough money, like Halliday did, to buy your own plane. But, doggone, I would be so scared to, to pilot a small craft like that because, you know, so how many tragedies like this do we have to go to? You know, Thurman Munson back in the yep. day. Corey Lytle, the old pitcher, yeah. was, was Halliday's teammate at one point. And it, it's just sad. And he, he leaves behind a wife and two sons 12 and 16 and i can't even imagine a whole he leaves in their world hmm. scott miller bleacherreport.com fun catching up talking a little hot stove with you scott we sure appreciate it thank you scott miller all right you guys take care thank you good to talk to you scott miller bleacherreport.com throw a little log on the hot stove fire trent Conan, you've got a uh it's the Hawkeye Huddle at 5, so you and Jimmy yeah. B have an hour tonight. What are you going to do in that hour from 4 to 5 before we turn it over to Ridge and Creighton with the Hawkeye Huddle? We'll talk some Cyclones because of that. Alex Halstead will be by at about 4.20 this afternoon. I look forward to Baylor and trying to figure out what happened last night on the hardwood in the loss to Milwaukee. Adam Kramer also stopped by Kegs and Eggs, talking some college football with him at 4.40. Good stuff. We are back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. The Ford Year in Sales Event is here. Percent APR financing for 72 months, plus $1,000 cash back across a full lineup of Ford vehicles. That's Ford, America's best-selling brand, now with exclusive holiday offers. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 Ford credit cash across a full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. Best-selling based on 2016 sales. Not all buyers qualify for Ford credit financing. 72 months at $1,389 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment on cars and SUVs. 72 months at $1,389 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment on F-150. Not available on Ford GT, Fiesta, Focus RS, Mustang GT 350, 350R, Raptor, or Super Duty. Take new retail delivery from dealer stock by November 30th, 2017. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for complete details. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each and every Friday night starting at 7 o'clock for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. After the game, keep it locked on 1700 KBGG for the Hart Tongue and Schrader Scoreboard Show. We'll take you up until 11 o'clock with scores from across the state of Iowa. Your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. State Championship doubleheader on Friday, 11 a.m. Van Meter against Iowa City Regina. And then the 4-8 title game with Dowling Catholic against Iowa City West. Friday on 1700. Losing a loved one hurts. Amanda the Panda is here to help. For nearly 40 years, the local nonprofit program has been helping grieving families find hope and healing. Registration is now open for its fall support group for the Camp Amanda the Panda held October 14th and 15th in Indianola. Learn more and register for free at amandathepanda.org or call 